today on Transforming Lives. The preaching of the gospel of the kingdom, when accompanying with signs, wonders, and miracles, created dynamic faith, just as Jesus' miracles did when he was on this earth. It made grace that which God gave us freely to be tangible. Healing and preaching the gospel of the kingdom are related. They work together. Amen. God desired for us to experience the miraculous power of God in our lives and to take the gospel to those that we... Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Matthew chapter 9. We want to read from verses 35. And we'll read also chapter 10, verse 1, and then 7 and 8. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35 to 38. And chapter 10, verses 1, and then verse 7 and 8. Let's stand and read together, please. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. At the count of two, we all read together. One, two. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep, having no shepherd. Then he said unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Chapter 10, verse 1. And when he has called his twelve disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every kind of sickness and all kinds of disease. Verse 7 and 8. And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead. Cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. We bless you, Lord, because you are faithful and true. Holy Spirit, we yield to you. Have your way. Glorify yourself in our midst. We thank you for all that you are doing. You are a good God. You are a faithful God. You are an awesome God. We just bless you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Be glorified, be magnified, be lifted up in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. A story is told of, of Joe in the Philippines. 
Joe um, illustrate a good example of sharing the gospel of the kingdom as you go. It shows how believers can interact to transform individuals and touch a city. As Joe was driving his taxi shortly after his conversion to Christianity, he heard God tell him to serve right where he was. Since he knew he was a new believer and his business was what he knew best, he focused on a bar called Sweet Mount Moments. He decided to apply the principles of prayer evangelism as listed in Luke chapter 10, to make peace with the Lord, fellowship with them, take care of them, and eventually announce that the kingdom of God has come near them. Luke chapter 10 verse 1 to 8. Every day he would go into the bar, order a soft drink, and pray peace over the place, its employees and customers. After a few days of doing this, he befriended the manager, Brian, who was a homosexual, a gambler, a drug user, a drug dealer, and a pimp of more than 35 prostitutes. This pedigree left no doubt that Brian was a certified full-strength sinner. Joe and Brian's friendship grew. After just a few days, Joe was able to lead Brian to the Lord and baptize him in a nearby beach. As Brian emerged from the water, the power of God came upon him and he experienced an instant transformation. All of his homosexual drives disappeared. He was also free from gambling and drug addiction. He was delivered from all of the vices and stopped being a pimp, which was supporting his sinful lifestyle. Brian's transformation was evident to those around him and in a very short time, all of his 35 prostitutes became Christians themselves. Joe and his wife decided to move into the neighborhood near the bar so that they could minister to this unusual congregation. His wife baked rice, cakes, prayed over them, and distributed them among her neighbors using food as a way of introduction. One of those neighbors was Teddy, a lawyer who also was the owner of the bar. He later testified that when he ate one of those cakes, something happened to him. He became interested in Joe, in what Joe was teaching his employee. He joined the Bible studies and soon became a Christian. As he grew in the Lord, he realized that his line of business was not pleasing to God and turned the bar into a church. In less than a year, Joe, the pastor of the bar turned church, established 12 cell groups in the area, and the kingdom of God has come to a significant portion of that community. This, um, uh, um, today we want to begin a series on the harvest is plentiful. Amen. Say it with me. So the harvest is plentiful. Amen. We, we want to, 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 to teach, um, looking at the passage that we just read from in uh, Matthew chapter 9, beginning at verse 35 and chapter 10, verse 1 and, and um, then verse 7 and 8. 
Amen. And so we we will be um, teaching in this series of, on different times, and we'll try to, as much as possible, focus on how we as believers can um, allow God to work in and through us and minister to people in our neighborhood, in our families, or people that we come in contact with to allow God to touch their lives and to change them. The Bible tells us that the essential mission of the church is the preaching of the gospel of the kingdom. The message of the kingdom is what John the Baptist and Jesus preach. Repentance from sin and surrender to God. It is to be preached as we go and accompanied by signs, wonders, and miracles. In Matthew chapter 7, I mean chapter 10, verse 7 and 8, Jesus commissioned his disciples and the church and outlined the message of the gospel of the kingdom that involves both words and action. The problem that the church faces today is that it has limited the commission of Jesus to its experiences. John Christendom, uh, Christendom a professor and um, psychologist said, uh, um, provide a good evidence to these difficulties. He said, miracles are often dubious, frantic deception, otherwise very suspicious, as the example of the Corinthians demonstrate. This is the process of displacement that has taken place implicitly so that the commission to heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons, and are minimized or even ignored by most of the church. In this series, we will show you that the essence of the gospel, according to Matthew, involves both words and action. All true church history, the preaching of the gospel of the kingdom, when accompanying with signs, wonders, and miracles, created dynamic faith, just as Jesus' miracles date when he was on this earth. It made grace that which God gave us freely to be tangible. Healing and preaching the gospel of the kingdom are related. They work together. Amen. God desired for us to experience the miraculous power of God in our lives and to take the gospel to those that we come in contact with. When the healing happens during Jesus' time, the crowds were aware that something extraordinary was happening. They demonstrated to John the Baptist that Jesus was the Messiah. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 11, verse 2 to 6, and John sent his disciples to, to, uh, um, to Jesus. He said, when John heard uh, um, about Jesus and the works of him in the prison, he sent two of his disciples and said to him, are you the coming one, or should we look for another? Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and tell John the things which you have heard and seen. The blind receive the sight. The lame walk. The lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised. And the poor has the gospel preach unto them. 
And blessed is he who is not offended because of me. In Jesus, miracles, the church also recognizes its own experiences and does experience the powerful help of our Lord. The mission to heal and to preach the gospel are essentially related so that the message does not only become an ethical exhortation but includes tangible experiences of salvation, signs, wonders, and miracles. I want to challenge us as we go through this series to begin to believe God and trust Him and, 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 and focus. Amen. In a few days, our name, Better Water Trees Ministry, will be changed to Harvest. And what a great time to begin this series as we focus on the harvest, as we focus on what God has called us to, the central and the most important part of the Father's heart. Souls are important to God. Souls were important to Jesus. And meeting the needs were important. That's why Jesus demonstrated to the disciples and to us, the church, that we need to preach the gospel and manifest the gospel through signs, wonders, and miracles. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. The Bible tells us that Jesus healed and cast out demons because those deeds were for him signs of establishing the kingdom of God. For Matthew, experiences of miracles encourage faith, just as Jesus' miraculous deeds did. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 4, verse 23, it says, And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in the synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of diseases among the people. Then a fame went throughout all Syria and brought, and they brought all the sick to him who were afflicted with various diseases and torments and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics and paralytics. And he healed them. Great multitudes followed him from Galilee and from the Decapolis, from Jerusalem, from Judea, from beyond Jordan. Amen. The Bible tells us that wherever Jesus went, he preached the gospel, he taught the people, he healed the sick, he cast out demons, he ministered unto them, he raised the dead. And Jesus wants us to do the same. We are his body, we are his mouth, we are his hands. We are the ones that he has called us to share this unadulterated uh, um, gospel, this powerful, unlimited word, so that people can come into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. There's a powerful testimony that Dr. Lester Summerer shared when he was in Melilla, uh, the Philippines. He shared that um, there was a, 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 a lady who was in prison, who was an inmate, who was demon-possessed. This girl drew national attention because she was repeatedly bitten by the demons. All through, uh, 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 nobody could see the, the, the demons biting her, yet it seems that she was, would be fighting 
and trying to beat away the, the bite uh, and the demons from biting her. And when they look at her skin, they will see fresh saliva with teeth bites all over her. And Lester Samara had gone to uh, um, the Philippines to start his ministry. And uh, uh, one time it was broadcast over the radio what was happening to this girl. And when Lester Samara heard it, he, he became so broken and, and he had compassion in his heart about what was happening. And he began to seek the Lord and pray and ask God that God could anoint him and help him that he could go there and deliver the girl. And God gave him the freedom. And so he made contact with the, the, uh, the, the, the chief there for, them, for him to be able to go into the prison to pray for the girl. And he went to, to, the, to the prison to pray. The first day when he went, he spent the entire day praying and battling spiritual warfare, trying to cast out the demons. And in the evening, he was exhausted, so he went back home to pray and fast and believe God and trust God. The next day, he went and he was successful, casting out the demons from other the girl. And because of that, that brought or, or, or national... Uh, it was carried by the national uh, um, paper, it was carried by the radio, carried by television, and because of that, uh, a revival hit the Philippines, and many people came into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. It was even said, he, he said in his testimony, that more than 150,000 person, 50, persons came to uh, um, the crusade, and more than 15,000 people gave their lives to Christ. It is so powerful that we can believe God and trust God to do a work in our hearts and in our lives. We need to believe Him. We need to know that God is Jesus wants us to do His work. And we can trust Him. We can go to the Scriptures and ask God to use us. I mean, God has been faithful to using men and women all through history. And we can ask God to use us to bring salvation to the people that we come in contact with. As we look at this particular passage, it is important for us to give you some background concerning uh, 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 um, the, 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 the context of this, 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 this uh, 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 um, lesson that we are about to, to, to teach on this beginning this, this today. Amen. Uh, first and foremost, you need to know that the Gospel of Matthew furnishes its readers with the teaching of Jesus Christ. It makes the, 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 the message of God effective. It, it shares to, to its reader, Matthew was written by, by the, the uh, uh, Apostle Matthew to the Jews. And he was trying to show the Jews that Jesus Christ was the Jewish Messiah that was recorded in the Old Testament. And he was telling them, that the gospel is not only limited to just the Jews, but God, Jesus proclaimed the gospel so that the entire world can experience the effect of the gospel. He presented the ministry of Jesus in five different sections of narrative. He showed how Jesus would demonstrate his works through miracles, and then Jesus would teach, sharing about discipleship and, and ministry, and how Jesus will reveal to the people through precepts and examples concerning what to do as a disciple. And even in this passage, as we show, this is a connection between the passage from uh, Matthew chapter uh, um, 8 
all the way to Matthew chapter 11, that Jesus was teaching his disciples by showing them precepts and examples concerning how to follow God and what to do. And then when we can't come to Matthew chapter 29, I mean, to 9 verse 35, the Bible says Jesus was moved with compassion because he saw the multitude. He saw the people that they were helpless. They were without a, a, a shepherd. They were scattered. They were harassed. And Jesus said to the disciples, truly the harvest is plentiful. The harvest is plentiful. But the laborers are few. Jesus is inviting us into his harvest. Jesus is calling us to, 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 to partner with him to reap the harvest. He said the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. The workers are few. There is no uh, 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 problem with the harvest. There is a problem with the workers. God is saying, I need workers for my harvest. And thank God that we can answer that, that, that call to say, say to God, God, use me as an answer of the preacher. He saw how the Japanese were refused to sell them food. In fact, when they were eating in the restaurant, some of them would come and even spit in their food and they were they were mistreated and so this young man growing up his mom died when he was very young growing up and seeing these kind of atrocities he decided that he did not want to become a christian because he saw all the the the, 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 uh, the suffering that they were going through and they were experiencing poverty and he wanted to get out of that get out of poverty and make something for himself and so he focused on his education he studied and he became the valedictorian of his class. He, by the time he graduated from high school, he was the valedictorian of his class. And then also he gained a, a, a scholarship, fully paid scholarship to medical school um, and also with a stipend. And so he had everything that he had and all he needed to do was to sign the scholarship letter, accept the scholarship, and then he was on his way to college. But be between that time when he was 19 years old, he went to his father's church on a Wednesday night. And while he was there, the Spirit of God began to speak to him. And the Spirit of God said to him, Will you give me your life? And he did not want to hear that. Because he knew that giving God his life meant that he could not go to uh, medical school anymore. He was, he was going to go into the ministry and he did not want to do that. And so the Spirit of God began to talk his, on his heart, to give his heart. And the, 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 the father was the one who was ministering. Um, they, had, they were taking the offering and the offering uh, basket was going around. And as the offering basket came in front of him, Nabi had his scholarship paper right in front of him and he took his scholarship paper from his pocket and put it into the offering basket and he said yes to God. That night he gave his heart to Christ. When he gave his heart to Christ he did not have anything they were poor and so he, whatever money he could come across 
he was able to collect it and pay his way one-way ticket to Hiroshima in order of a village at the place to preach the gospel. He went there with one-way ticket and there was no port there, there was no car, there was no airport, so a boat had to take him, but there was no big dock for the boat to stop, so they had to call a fishing boat to get him for him to get to the island. And when he went to the island, he went and found the most visible place. He stood up and he began to preach the gospel. As he began to preach the gospel, there, um, there was a young, stuff, uh, a young man who saw him and they began mad at him, angry at him, and they ran to him and they began to beat him up. And as they were beating him up, one of them stabbed him in his, his abdomen and all left him for dead. Because Christianity was not popular, many of the uh, passers-by were angry at him, and so they would kick him. And they would Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. So please write or email us at Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. It is 305 Richmond Highway. Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309 or admin at com. We encourage you to join a good Bible-believing church so that you can serve the Lord with other believers. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. metropolitan area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services. On Sunday at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service. On Wednesday night, our Bible study at 8 p.m. On Friday at 8 p.m., our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you. God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia, and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at harvestersvirginia.com or email us at admin at harvestersvirginia.com. Mm-hmm.